Hi, I'm Christine Boro and you decide if that makes sense. Wow, just wow. That is all I have to say when I think about this weekend. <laughs> the weekend that passed, Valentine's weekend, was the craziest, maddest, most insane, most spontaneous, most amazing, most horrible, most... I, I don't know, this weekend was just crazy. I just... When I think about it, I don't even know what word to explain it. So I'm just going to say, wow. And I hope your weekend went really well and was not as confused but as amazing as mine was. I'm speaking in parables and I don't think I'm going to explain. If you know, you know. Those who are concerned with my weekend... You all know what I'm talking about. It was magical, but it was also very, very eye-opening. That's all I can say. It was very eye-opening. <laughs> good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and welcome back to this space. Welcome to the channel. See channel. That's how, I'm so confused right now because there's so much going through my mind. Welcome to the podcast where you decide if that makes sense. I want to start or to kick this off with amazing news. We are now on Google Podcasts. Can you believe it? I think whoever said that when you really, really want something, you actually go for it. They said it in wiser words than what I'm trying to say right now. But when you really want something, you push for it and you push for it and you push for it. And I believe if God wants it to happen, it will happen. So for the longest time, I've been trying to get us on Google Podcasts because I know so many people get their podcasts on that particular page or that platform. And it's been totally difficult but here we are now so if you check us out if that makes sense have to check us out check me out on if that makes sense you're definitely going to find these episodes or my episodes there and i want to just give a huge shout out to everybody who shares this a huge shout out to julie 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 always makes sure that i am guilt tripped into doing an episode especially when i am about to just sleep, I see her text and I'm thinking, oh my god. What am I going to tell these people now? So Julie, thank you so much. You are definitely among the reasons we are very consistent. I also want to shout out to somebody else who really uh, came through and made me do today's episode. I was totally tired. I've had a crazy crazy week just today i've done two cuts and two classes and it's been insane a lot of calculation a lot of just a lot of stuff was happening today and i was a bit overwhelmed but but thanks to someone who i told what my content was going to be about or what i had in mind he helped me realize that i really did okay wow okay clearly my speaker just wants the attention uh he <laughs> he helped me pick out what to talk about today and that's um i think it's something i've been pushing for a while so that's what we're going to do today's going to be a story time so any noise you're hearing right now first of all madame pace over here just wanted you to know that she's in the building also my fridge just decided to wake up right when i was about to start this episode so bear with me but here we go today's story is on how i got arrested can you believe it? A girl was arrested. A girl has slept in a cell. 
a girl has felt the cold concrete floor of Capitol Hill police station and uh, let's just say it was not an amazing experience but we make do with what we have so story time once upon a day me let me not say me apparently when you start with yourself it sounds very selfish so <laughs> once upon a day three beautiful young ladies went out on a friday night but we didn't go out in the going out that you're thinking about we actually went to church so for those who know i go to pcea st andrews that's right here in town an amazing place so there's a program for young people um for those in college campus whatever it is that you're doing so back then i used to go for this program and i'd invited my sister and my friend and we were like okay let's show up let's go blah 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 so i get to church or rather we get to church and i have to wait for my sister typical tamara has to take forever to get to church forever so we wait around and apparently that particular day the guys in this program had gone out to university of nairobi hostels for outreach like to talk to other youth and blah 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 i'm not too sure what was happening so i won't talk much about that so they'd left so in the church compound it was just the three of us so okay the two of us first of all my friend and i and then tamara was to come later so tamara comes way later and we're thinking, okay, surely by now the program is over. Whatever they were doing, Washa Maliza, and they've gone home. So what do we do? So we're like, let's go to town, let's eat, and then um, we head home. So we're all gonna come to my place. So I was like, okay, fine, let's just do that, yeah. So we go, we walk into town, we go get food, we eat. So by now it's like ten thirty ish. Now remember, this was the time. This was pre COVID, so things um were open. There was really no cafe. You could be out for as long as you want, or so I thought. Or so I thought. Now we go, we go eat. Then um in town at that particular time there were so many guys selling clothes and shoes and blah blah blah. So we check out stuff. So we're supposed to be home early. Now in my mind, I know we can get home at whatever time. I mean, yes, there's insecurity and everything, but we're together and we're using a route that is really there are guys around that area. So I I didn't really think much about security and everything. I just thought we're gonna get home at some point. I don't remember why we took so long in town to be honest but whatever happened we took our bus and headed now let me give some context to this story at this point i think i was a first year student so i was pretty new to this area that i'm in so i didn't know there was another route you could take like towards that was much shorter and even so it was a bit late so taking that route would just mean getting lost towards another area and maybe even the shortcut is not open or anything so me and the girls decide let's walk up towards your side your coptic so i stay around that area um mushai drive or if you use this other side it's Mbagathiwi. so we're like let's go up towards ngong road and then mushai drive and we come down into my area fine fine so the girls are walking the girls are talking the girls are chatting and legit we were from church you know then in a moment in i don't even know how that happened we just see a cop car so the cop car passes us and disappears it goes it goes very very far away and then the next thing i remember my friend mentioning how people end up being caught by cops especially at night and i think at this time it was around 11 something so in my mind i'm thinking okay well 
I'm in they're in the residential area, so I don't see any need for them to shika us. Hey, next thing, the car starts reversing toward us, us, and I'm thinking, okay, now what is this about? So the cop actually stops where we are and asks us, "Was Chanam Nenda wapi?" So I, I'm gonna just speak in English, but he said it in Swahili for those who don't understand Swahili. So he asks us where we are from and where we are going. So we say we are going home. It's just around the corner. Um, right, it's just around the corner, so we're going home. And where are you from? We're like, we're from church. This guy laughs. It's like, it's like we're joking. And he's like, Kanisa, sorry, fra- church on a Friday night. And we're like, yeah, we had a youth program, blah, blah, blah. So he's like, can you get into the vehicle? At that moment, I was so scared. In my mind, I was thinking, what? I'm actually getting in a, into a police car and I can literally see the corner where my place is so i didn't want to now i saw there were already people inside the car so i was thinking to myself this cannot be happening why are we being caught what have i done wrong i've just mentioned that we were from church and if you don't believe me that's on you you know that is totally on you so i actually asked this guy kwanini so i asked ask him why why are we getting into the car I have no idea how his temper went from zero to a hundred. He started shouting at me and telling me that he's going to beat me up and that my size is so small, he could just beat me up right there and then. Eh. So my friend is just like, let's just get into the car. This guy's going to get so pissed off. So we get into the car. Imagine. We actually get into that car. Now in the car, it was... So, so now it's me, my friend, my sister, and then some other guys were in the car. Apparently... The reason why they were rounding up everybody was because there was a guy who'd stolen from two girls somewhere and he'd stolen, what, what had he stolen? I think he'd stolen their phones or stuff like that at gunpoint. So they're looking for an armed robber. So the OCS apparently, which I came to learn later on, the OCS had told them to round up any young person who's walking outside. Imagine, what bad luck, you know? So we actually go around with this car as they're looking for this guy. And every time we're going around, I can just see our gate. And I want to tell this guy, please just drop us right here. We are here. If it's safety, because clearly we're looking for a male. We are not male. So just drop us where we're supposed to. Anyway, you can't even talk to these guys. It was it was such a bad experience at that moment. Then we go rounding up more people, more people. So one guy was smart enough when he saw the cop car. He dashed into the nearest gate. The nearest gate that was open, he got into it. And I think now cops can't get into the house and look for somebody, you know. So we go around, we go around, we go around. And then they finally get this guy. Apparently he was in a green hoodie. But I have no idea how they figured out it was him. But they got him. So when they get him, they beat him up so much. They beat him up so much. And then they call my friend, now who we were with, to go and see the gun. And he calls her and he's like, I really wish I could say this in Swahili so that everybody could understand. Let me say it in Swahili and then I'll say, I'll translate it in English. So he's like, Mshana kuja. So she gets out of the car. Then he's like, Nataka uona hizi vitu ndio mjue mkitembea usiku, hizi ndio vitu mnacheza nazo. So now they show her the gun. Then they tell her, Rudi kwa gari. So in a nutshell, what I've said is, he calls her. And he tells her to go outside and to see the things that we are messing with when we are walking outside alone and when we are walking around. And I just thought that was so unnecessary. But okay, if you're trying to instill fear in us, now we're scared. I mean, we were scared a while back, but okay, now we're scared again. So they take us all the way 
to Capitol Hill Police Station. Now, at this particular time, my parents were not home. Okay, I know, I think they were home. My mom was home, but my dad had traveled. And in my mind, I just thought, how do I call them? And what am I going to start telling them? That I've been caught doing what? But I thought, anyway, it's better than just sitting on my bum and doing nothing. So I called my mom because I'm thinking, okay, me, my dad is not around. He's traveled. And mom is the disciplinarian, but dad is the one who's really into, how do I put it? Dad is the law abider, if I can say that. Anything to do with laws and anything to do with things getting done, talk to my dad. So I didn't really want my dad to know this story. The plan was, I call my mom, we deal with this story, we just forget about it. Or even if she tells him, at least we are out of jail or something. <laughs> so I call my mom and she is shocked. She was so shocked. She could not believe it was happening. And then guess what? I hear my dad's voice. I was like, okay. That's it. I'm going to be emancipated from my parents. That's just it because uh, this this is over. This is this is finished. This is just finished, you know. <laughs> so my parents say they are coming. Now, we live in Limuru. So you can imagine they're coming from Limuru all the way to Nairobi to pick girls who are in jail. Okay, I'm saying jail like it's that. <laughs> who are in a cell. So at this time, we get there. So I tell my parents, yeah, please just make sure you've come by, by like in a few minutes so that they don't put us in. Or even if you guys come, please tell them you want to get us out. Please just tell them you want to get us out. So they say, okay, they're coming. They're on their way. Meanwhile, now I want you to divert your attention back to the cell. So we are all rounded up. Some guy says he's a doctor and he hadn't been caught uh, doing anything wrong. He had gone to attend to some lady who was sick or something like that. Another guy says how he was outside because he was going to he, to the hospital because his wife was giving birth. Another guy says how he was just outside. He was going to pick something. He had done nothing wrong. And in any case, you know, come to think about it. In any case, they've already caught the culprit. Why are the rest of us here? Why? Anyway, this guy who was caught with the gun was beaten so badly. He was beaten using a djembe. Was it even a djembe or I don't even know what it was. I think it was a djembe. He was beaten brutally. Brutally. Guy was bleeding. This guy was bleeding. And us, there's nothing we can do. Meanwhile, somebody is writing down our names, tells us to remove one shoe. I mean, what is that even about? Told us to remove one shoe, told us to remove all the money that we had. But the good thing is they take your money and they count it and they write down how much it is so that when you're released, they give it back to you. They took all our belongings and put them to one side and told us to go to the cell. Now, the good thing is it was just the three of us as ladies. We were just the three of us. And now, the guy's cell, before I even explain our cell, the guy's cell was packed because remember they drowned up so many guys so the guys were taken into their cell and they again beat up this other guy now the guy who was caught the reason we are all here he was taken and beaten so badly so i think the guards oh sorry not the guards oh my gosh not the guards the cops felt bad for him so they took him out and they put him elsewhere so the three of us my sister my friend and i are seated in our lonesome feeling so bad for ourselves meanwhile 
your girl is getting very very sleepy i actually started getting sleepy i legit felt sleepy anyway next thing i hear my mom's voice oh the joy in my heart i was like yes i'm going to shower i'm going to go to bed well let's just say that didn't happen so apparently since our names were already registered we had to wait for the ocs because she he was the only person who could get us out so my parents had to go all the way back to limuru without the girls and we stayed in that cell me and my sister cried so much because i mean this life is not for some of us honestly this life is not for some of us this life ya kushikwa and being put in cells and it was so frustrating but there is one cop who was being very nice i remember his name his name is langat i mean there's so many langats out there but this particular langat was so nice he actually gave us our phones and allowed us to talk to whoever it was we wanted to talk to but remember our batteries were really low so he just let us talk to people he made sure we were okay so the night went on there were so many mosquitoes there is not a single bulb so you're in pure darkness there are no mattresses me don't and Paul talk about mattresses in a cell what they're talking about there are no mattresses there is no power the toilet is right there but you can't see so you're just Okay now for us at least we had our phones so we had the flashlights but oh my gosh okay the cell was clean but the ground was so hard so i got so sleepy me fell asleep so my sister and my friend did not get an ounce of sleep but i totally i totally made myself comfortable i laid down my jacket and i fell asleep because in my mind i'm thinking we're going to be here all night i might as well rest you know i might as well rest yeah so we stay the night and in the morning we are woken up to be given tea and very very stale mandazis i mean even the tea sucked but in my mind i just thought okay let's just take this tea lest the same guy who was so pissed off at me for asking him a basic question comes back and says that we're being rude so we take the tea and then they told the ocs is going to be there by 7 am let's just say 7 am became around 11 so she finally shows up and at this time my parents have come back so we go we wait for people now while we were taking tea we meet this lady this lady tells us how she can't be brought into the cell because apparently she's asthmatic or something like that and mind you the cell is warmer than outside outside was way colder for some reason so she tells us it's because she's asthmatic so I ask her why she's outside now <laughs> Nairobi <laughs> So she tells me this is going to be very interesting. So she tells me and my sister and my friend I'm saying she tells me it's like she was just talking to me. So she tells us that her and her boyfriend were caught outside. Now the cops had mentioned that they caught two people making out outside at like 11 o'clock. But she says how she'd gone to buy a smoky. But let me ask you guys, which smoky vendor is outside at like 11 p.m. 12 a.m.? But anyway, anyhow. So she says she'd gone to buy a smoky and then she met her boyfriend Hapo outside. So they started talking. Next thing, they were picked by the car. Okay? Okay. 
higher. So I ask her, so is your boyfriend? He's apparently inside the cell. So you see how she's asthmatic, so she couldn't be brought into the cell. So the boyfriend is in um, his cell. So now after we are done with tea and everything, we are all taken to the cell so that the, OC, the OCS comes, sorry. So when the OCS comes, she starts with the guys. So guys are released, released, their pics, their pics. Now, I would think if you're caught with your girlfriend, when you're released, you wait for her, you know? or something or at least tell her okay i'll be waiting whatever whatever maybe not in the police station area but somewhere else do you know this guy was released and he disappeared he dis he left no 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 he left he went alienda completely and meanwhile in the cell she's telling us how yeah he'll probably wait for me i hope he doesn't take too bro went he Oh, ladies, men will embarrass me. They will embarrass Wababa. Wababa. Hey. <laughs> Wababa. Hey, men will embarrass you. Even I can testify. Men will embarrass you. When they can, they will. And they will not feel anything about it. They will leave you high and dry. Men will embarrass me. That. <laughs> I think when I think about that night, that's among the things that just get me completely cracked up. So this guy left and left her. So anyway, the three of us are called and my mom and dad are there. Then, as if we are not already very ashamed, the OCS tells us to sit on the ground. So my mom and dad are seated on seats as we're seated on the ground because we are culprits or we are infidels something like that I, I i really didn't understand that so she talks to us and she tells us how what we did was so wrong and she tells us how we shouldn't be loitering so apparently that's why now that's those were like our charges loitering so we explain how church ended late and we just and i mean we, we skipped that entire story of eating out and shopping in town so we just explained that church ended late so we ended up coming late so she tells us how it's very unsafe well as much as i was very pissed off and i won't i can't lie me and cops right now no i i, I can't see cops and be okay i get very very agitated when i see cops because i don't see people who will reason with me i feel like they'll just get very mad don't even get me started on what i saw today i'll explain that today i saw something else and i just thought to myself the arrogance and i am not generalizing because i know some of you have parents some of you have cousins some of you have uncles who are cops and i'm not generalizing it's just the the ones i have encountered the ones i have I don't know. I just really, really have a bad attitude towards cops. And I really pray that I meet one. Well, aside from Langat and some other one who was trying to hit on us, those ones were nice. But still, my image for cops is just... Uh, anyway, so she actually made a few valid points. So she told us a really sad story about one other cop who was gang raped and she ended up killing herself. But before she died, she told this particular... OCS that she should continue fighting to make sure that the streets are safe especially for women so she was really trying because she told us she's a mother and she is not okay with her daughter being outside at night and it just got me thinking how society is so messed up that girls can't walk out outside because we're gonna get caught and we're gonna get raped and we're gonna get beaten and bruised and all of that stuff so she really brought 
amazing points through and to be honest um i felt her mother nature her mother not nature her motherly instinct i really felt it as she spoke at the moment i was a bit pissed off because i mean i just wanted to shower and get in bed but i totally understood what she was driving at yeah so the end of the story is my mom and dad got us out of there so we left we didn't even have to pay like hongos or anything because once you deal with those yes that story is so we left and we went and we ate. Hey, we ate so much because I was thinking those mandazis are panna. So we went, we ate, we all went home. And moral of the story, every time it gets to very, 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 very late at night, I just take a cab. I mean, I'd rather feel the pain of those expenses, but I'm not sleeping in a cell again. Another important lesson I learned is wababa, wababa, water embarrass in ways you will never ever see coming in ways you will not bully wababa me sweetheart if you're listening to me and there's a guy who is stressing you out <laughs> this is the sign wababa i know no may think men men deserve a trophy because some of the things y'all are able to do I, I really can't understand okay i'm speaking with too much machungu but <laughs> But anyway, I really learned a lot that day. So, moral of the story, if you're ever outside and it's very, very late, take a cab, tafadhali. When you're in a vehicle, they don't mind. It's much easier for them to keep track of people. And, I mean, keep track of people in terms of anybody who's outside and could be a fugitive or anybody who has stolen from people. If you're in a car, it's less likely that you have. There are so many other details about that story I have not explained because I feel like my perception of that day is probably very different to my sister and my friend there are different things that happen but in my mind i'm just so scared of going to jail because if sleeping in a cell for one day just got me so so pissed and so agitated like that i don't ever want to do that again and now my view of cops is just that okay so today i was saying today I was taking my sister to the stage as I went to school. So we're standing there. We're waiting for a matatu or a bus to come. And then a truck is stopped by cops. Like the way they usually get into the truck. And then you take them to where they want to go. So that's what they did. Now, these guys stop this particular guy in the truck. These two cops stop a guy in his truck. How do you stop someone? And then he stops. And then you casually, and I want to emphasize on the word casually, casually walk very, very slowly, very slowly toward the car. I mean, at your own pace. I hope you're imagining like tortoise walking that slow towards the car or rather this truck. I mean, maybe this guy is a delivery guy. What? What? Me are just so arrogant. I was just like, why would you do that? So let me tell you guys, I have nothing against cops. I mean, I have stuff against cops. But I don't generalize. But cops, I I am yet to see a really good cop. Somebody I can actually talk to. And the other day I watched Natalie Kivinji's video before Valentine's Day. I think it was on Saturday. She tries to give a traffic cop a flower. He refused. And he refused so badly. And I just thought, she's just giving you a flower. What? What? 
So anyway, that's a topic for another day. So that's the story. That's uh, how I got arrested. A few other things happened. Like, for example, they took our IDs when they saw our school IDs. So I'm in Daystar. My sister is in Nazarene. My friend was in College of Insurance. So then they're just seeing money, you know. So I feel like somehow that's why they were being nice to us. Because they kind of thought our parents would give them cash or something. I... I honestly have no idea what that was about. But that is my story about being arrested. And since then, this was in 2018. That was the first day in 2018. Yeah. So since then, I I want nothing to do with cops. I want nothing to do with nightlife and walking. I might as well just take a cab and count my losses as we go on. But I'm safe in the arms of my bed. <laughs> Sometimes I think about this story and I'm just so tickled. But sometimes I think about it and I'm just so pissed off. But anyway, that's all I have for today. I hope you guys have an amazing week or weekend. Please, please subscribe to this podcast on Google Podcasts and on Anchor. Thank you so much for the people who have favorited this space. Asante Nisana. Don't forget to share this content. And I'd like you to engage with me on my Instagram. Tell me your stories. Have you been arrested? What was your experience with cops? What do you think cops should change? What do you think the law says about loitering? Okay, I have a feeling there is a particular law about loitering, but does it really make sense? I mean, define loitering for me. Loitering is even walking outside that night to go pick your cat that ran across the road. I mean, I don't understand these things. But anyway, like I said, that's a story for another day. I feel like we're going to delve deep into this whole cop story and see honestly what this is usually about okay have a lovely lovely week again lakini wababa what hey wababa me you guys you all deserve medals that's what you do you deserve medals because but anyway anyway that is the end <laughs> i keep telling you guys i am drumming you up for an amazing an amazing time Especially when I start talking to guys because y'all are nasty, y'all are just nasty.